Hey everyone, today we have eight socially distanced water games that you can play right now at your next group gathering. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we give weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the health and growth of your ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola, and with me as always is... Kristen Lascola. And today we have another set of games for you guys to help with your summertime blues and this quarantine (laughs) that never seems to end. Well, a lot of people are wanting to do water games lately because it's hot and... Give a shout out for the Midwest. Hey, and everybody else too. So we've had a pretty mild summer, but I'm always up for a good water game. No matter what, it's always sunny. And these are great for if you're, uh, I feel like a lot of youth groups are moving back into their buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, At least well, meeting together. Maybe not in the building. Right. But outside right. in Me- the parking meeting lot. in general. In a field, in a backyard, <laughs> wherever, at the beach. So these are all socially distanced water games that you can play uh, this week. We have eight for you, yep. right? So this will get you through a couple of months and feel free to tweak them. I was telling Jeff pre-show, I'm like, I rarely play a game the exact way it was described. <laughs> I always tweak it a little bit to fit my group or I, I put a twist on it. So these are, you can take them as is or a springboard for you to get a little more creative. And they have minimal supplies, which right. I really like too. Now, some of them might be a little more on the expensive side. I think only a couple of them. Most of them are pretty cheap. One of them is flat out free, but um, you can maybe do it based on your budget or if you can get people to volunteer or have a car wash, something to raise some money. I don't know. Anyways, you ready to get right into it? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. The first one is the tried and true slip and slide. And I know what you're thinking. The people of Whammo made this in the 1960s and it was a staple then and it's a staple now. But I don't even a, know what you just said. Uh, nobody does. Who's Here's Whammo? <laughs> the, the company Whammo. Hello. I've never heard of really? them. No, well, I've heard of Milton it. Bradley. Maybe they owned Whammo too. But here's the deal. Those ones they make are art. That's child's play. You don't want those. Oh, no. You need to go. And we extreme, did this. Yes. Extreme. We did this like. A million years ago? Like 15 years ago. And we still have that one. It and still works. And we still use it sometimes. Yeah. So you when go there's to, not a snake folded up in it. Yeah, that happened. Or a frog. Maybe it was a frog. There's both. Yeah. Anyways. So. You go to Home Depot, you go to Lowe's, you go to Ace Hardware, wherever your hardware store of choice is, or Amazon, and you buy the industrial, like six mil sheeting, which is for like landscape type stuff. It's it's really thick, but it lasts. And you don't get it in like the four foot by 10 foot, yay. You know, we're talking like 20 feet by 100 feet or whatever, however far you think you can go. That's and it's that's where it gets expensive though, obviously, but it's so much fun. And you obviously have water there, but you use biodegradable soap if you care about which killing the grass or not. Oh, but listen, and it kills the virus. So it's always sanitized. <laughs> it's always clean. That's true. Yeah. So Make sure you pick one of those up. You can use it seriously for like decades. Well, maybe not decades, but a, but a long time. But it is expensive. But super how much fun. does it cost? 
probably in the hundred dollar neighborhood. I want to okay. say, you know, I but that's a one time good investment, right. and you can use it all summer. So it's really fun. Jeff and I would put it. We have a big backyard, so we would have the kids over, and we would put it in the backyard, and we have like a gradual slope yeah. too. So if you have um, a big grassy area with a slight or extreme hill, yeah. You just put a little of that soap on there, the water, and the kids get a running start, slip and slide it. And then you can do all kinds of fun games with that human bowling. Or, right. There's a lot of <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Don't do that. <laughs> people will do the kickball where you can actually do strips going from each base where you do kickball yeah, and stuff like that. That but one's fine. I say go for just the regular old slip and slide, but just the supersized industrial strength. Crazy if you one. are rich you could get two and you could have two lanes and you could do races so like two teams like girls versus boys or red team blue team whatever and you could have two people going at the same time um and they get points for whoever comes in first or you could also do a twist of like can you make it to the end yeah like who went further and so just have them get like aerodynamic and just like hold on to the very last (laughs) like er, come to a full complete stop (laughs) do like a measurement there's like so many that's what i mean like we're gonna like start your creative juices but then like you take it and you go wild with it based on we have kids well they're not kids anymore but that did this years and years and years ago that still talk about yeah the slip and And they beg us set it up in the backyard we want to come over if you have a lot of heat in your area go for the clear one if maybe you have a little more overcast days and it's maybe not as warm go for the black one and if there's a little bit of sun it warms it up it's awesome yeah I'm a big fan. That's the most expensive one I think that's on here. I think the rest of And then of them let your toddler like waddle around on it and watch them eat <laughs> it hilarious. over and over. We did that too. That was fun. All right. Number two is Battleship. Um, yeah. So this one is pretty popular, super fun. So what we do is obviously have two sides and then we use a grid. So if you're playing outside in the parking lot, you could just do a chalk grid because tape doesn't really stick to asphalt, but you could do a chalk grid, you could do cone grid, whatever type of grid you want. That makes social distancing super easy. And so kids go in each one of those um, squares and you can even do the classic battleship like numbers, letters, you know, the X and Y axis. And then you can um, give the kids water balloons. And what I like to do is I like to have, we have like pipe and drape that we use so that you can't see the other side. And so you like launch it and you just are like waiting. Did I hit someone, you know, (laughs) and it, cause in battleship, you don't get to see, you know, that's the whole point. Exactly. So if you don't have like a, by pipe and drape, I mean, we have these like curtains that are on these poles. I'm assuming most churches don't have those. I don't really know why we have them, but what you could do is you could, Junior hires cheat major, but if you could get them to turn their backs, you know, and and blindfold them. Right. And then every so often you can have like the kids shift around so that, you know, whatever, if you want to change it up a bit, but yeah, backs to it. Or if you could find some way to partition it off so that they can't see the other side, this is a great one for a parking lot and junior hires, high schoolers, elementary, everyone loves a water balloon and everyone wants to hold one and everyone wants to throw one. So (laughs) no matter what, they're having a good time holding the water balloons, launching them over a hit is a point. Okay. Number three is Pitcher Head Challenge. Rule number one, think of a better title than that. And (laughs) comment below if you're watching this on YouTube because we sat here for like 
I don't know. Too long. Too long. I'm like, we thought of so many dumb names. I'm like, let's just tell them how to play. You come up with the name. So basically what you do is if you have roof access, which I'm sure you do, you get a couple of leaders to go up on the roof with um, huge buckets of water. And then the kids go down below and they have a pitcher that they're holding on their head that has a fill line. The reason I like to use pitchers is because like I get them from like the dollar store and they're clear so you can watch them be filled. So the kid has it on their head and the leader is however many feet up pouring water and use a safe stream. Like, I mean, you don't want to <laughs> dump the whole bucket on them from that high, but um, figure out a pouring method and the first kid to get their pitcher filled. So they're like moving around, like trying to coordinate with the leader that's really far up. If you don't have roof access, I was thinking you maybe could use an A-frame ladder, but I think that's kind of dangerous. Yeah, so um, yeah, if you don't have roof access, why not? I mean, aren't you the youth pastor? Like this is something <laughs> you should have. So anyways, yeah. And then once they get it filled, you know, you could even just do a relay. So say the first kid gets their pitcher filled and then they go dump it in a larger receptacle. And then like the next kid comes in and they put the pitcher on their head. And then like, if you have a lot of kids, you could cycle through. Um, and then the first one to fill their big receptacle win. So it could be a little relay and it's just fun and funny to watch. This is more of like a spectator kind of extreme, like what we're on the roof. Oh my gosh, there's water (laughs) falling from the roof. (laughs) Trust me. Right. The whole goal is to use water to get wet. Kids love it. Totally. So, all right. Number four is bucket brigade. That one has a decent title. You thought of that. That's why. Okay. Why don't you describe this one? So basically, the premise is really simple. You take a, a bucket or, a, or a, like you're saying, a larger water receptacle, fill up a bucket, and the first person tosses said water to the next person who would be roughly six feet at least beyond them. They're trying to catch that water and then turn around and throw it to the next person another six feet at least away from them and this sounds really fun because every time you throw it you're like, gonna you get less and less probably a lot of it actually <laughs> and so your goal is to get it to the end which then you the last person fills into a, another pitcher or something where you can measure the level and then once that's filled or whatever first team to do that and then this is one obviously you can do it kind of based on how many buckets you have and how many students you have right to, to be able to do it but it's really simple it's a lot of fun and again the whole point is that water just goes everywhere It's just everybody gets wet. It's fun. If it's a hot day, kids are going to love it. Number five is Sponge Relay. This is the exact same premise as the Bucket Brigade, but with just sponges. The big like car wash sponges. They're super cheap. So if you don't have buckets, but you do have access to sponges or you want to buy one or the other, same thing works. Dip the sponge in a bucket of water and you toss it to the first person who is... And you might want to see how far away you want them to be, but obviously a minimum of six feet just to you adhere to social distancing guidelines. But you throw it to the next person. Obviously, when they catch it, water goes everywhere. Most of it ends up on them, but they throw it to the next person, to the next person, to the next person, however many you want to do, and the last person squozes it into a receptacle that shows the line you know, or, or where they get to that line 
for the winner. So it's a really simple concept, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I was thinking as you were talking, I think some people are a little like sketched out of like, Oh, well, they shouldn't be touching any of the same things. If that is your concern and you would write this game off solely because of that, then just add soap to yeah. the water soap and then it's like simple <laughs> and maybe goggles. So people don't get it in their eyes. Nope. That's baby part soap. of the fun. Oh, Johnson's baby. Soap. Tear free. Number six is called frozen relay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best we could come up with you can explain this one. okay so i we came up with this one last night i'm kind of excited about it so you get one of the old school ice cube trays and you put either you can figure out what you have access to but an item so we were thinking one lego per ice cube, cube. And then, or if you're like, oh, I don't have Legos, whatever, or that many, then you could do like those little plastic beads. You can get a ton of them at the craft store for like five bucks. You'll never run out, but like kind of the larger plastic ones, not the teeny tiny, like love beads, but like the ones that are meant for like little kids. So you freeze the beads or the Legos in the ice cube trays. And then everyone on the team gets one of the ice cubes and they have to melt it and get the item out. So if you do Legos, then they'll put their Lego in the designated spot when they're done. Once all the Legos are there, the leader comes, assembles the Lego tower. It would be just very simple, just like uh, you could do a pattern, mm -hmm. you could do whatever, like black, white, black, white, or different colors or whatever. Or they can string the beads onto a little string. And once you have them all, they take them up to you or the MC, whoever's running the game. And then like that, like stops the clock and that team wins. No, we added oh. an additional. And so, so when you're trying to get the item out of the, the cube, you can't um, throw it on the ground to smash right. it. And you can't put it in your mouth because gross. A, that's gross. And B, just add soap. Just add soap. <laughs> You no alcohol to your, put hand sanitizer in. <laughs> you have to just use your your hands. Yeah. But after that's all done and they've assembled the Legos or they've assembled the assembled the beads or whatever it is you have, now is where they have the chance to smash something. And I guess you probably oh, only have to shirt. have one person do this. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want everyone to be close. But you freeze a shirt in a block of ice. Everybody has a shirt. Just take some water in a bucket or something that you can freeze it in. Uh, what are those called? So I usually will do it in like a like a small trash bag or something. Oh, um, okay. Oh, like the Ziploc bags. Or yeah. Something. Okay. Or like a small office trash bag. Like you just um, get the shirt soaking, soaking wet, and then you put it in the bag. A Ziploc, like a gallon size Ziploc, like folded and twisted all up. Yeah. And then like really tight. And then you put it in the freezer. If you have a deep freezer, that's even better. And then once they get their Lego tower built or their beads on the thing, then they have one designated person goes to the freezer or you could already have them out for them, yeah. gets their frozen shirt and has to like finagle their way into the shirt. Once they're wearing the shirt, and then the clock. Stops. Right. And that one they can smash that one. They can throw on against well, the wall, as long as they don't destroy the wall or anything. They will destroy. Yeah. It's tough. Like, it's, it's tough really getting hard. that thing unfrozen. And then, and then even once you think you do, actually putting it on, it's, it's like, hard. It's really, it's hilarious. We though. play that every, like once a year yeah, as at like the, our at end of a relay. Yeah. Thing. Like our big relay finish. It's really fun. Because you think you're leading until you get to that. Yeah. Point. It's kind of like a levels the playing field, yeah. you know, for the teams. But it's really fun. And that's another like, 
this is so fun to watch, right. you know, but you'll just have to think of the rules because sometimes our kids get clever and they'll take the shirt to the bathroom. You didn't and say like, we couldn't run water yeah, on it. Yeah, they'll like turn the water on and run it underneath. And I'm like, I will allow it. It was right. clever, you know, <laughs> so you just have to decide what you will allow. And even going back to melting the ice cube, like you said, like your hands, mm-hmm. like, well, what if they put it like in their knee and like hold it there <laughs> or like in their armpits, like somewhere warm? <laughs> I don't know. Like, let your mind go wherever it may (laughs) i'm just saying there could be methods right and junior hires especially will find methods just be very clear about the mouth thing i would say just use your hands and leave (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) it's dealer's choice okay all right the next one number seven squirt gun range this is one that we came up with last night randomly on a whim but we thought it sounded really fun we have not tested this out but theoretically it should work fine Mm -hmm. so the premise is you have two teams lined up six feet apart but everybody is facing each other Mm -hmm. in the middle you would have a line of solo cups or dixie cups something like that and you can put them on like a two by four or something and and, you know held up or i thought maybe even doing a, a table would work Well, yeah, you could do like a table on either side with the two by four, like making a bridge or you could have two leaders holding it. Right. Something like that. So you have the kids bring water guns, super soaker type things, because that way you're not going to have to provide all the squirt guns yourself. If you happen to have them, awesome. But just have your kids bring as many super soakers or things like that that they have and then kind of test them out ahead of time to make sure they're all relatively the same firing power just so that one team doesn't have a clear-cut advantage but basically it's like the old school gun range where like the little ducks are on the little um, line and you're shooting them down well that would be the dixie cups and even though they're not or the solo cups and they're not moving you're still shooting at each other so whichever side the cup falls on that team would get the point or if they if team a shot this way it fell off this way they'd obviously get the point so for this one you're really going to need a few leaders to watch because it's going to be really hard to tell which way the cup fell. So I would keep the rounds fairly small and just cycle new kids in because if you have a line of like 15 kids per side, 30 kids playing at a time, it's like, Whoa, cups are falling. Oh my gosh, that was too chaotic. I have no clue. So I would keep it to like five per side Mm. Um, and the rounds should go pretty quick. So people will be able to cycle in fairly quickly, but then have like leaders being able to watch to see like which direction it went. So maybe two leaders per side watching and keeping score, something like that. But yeah. if it happens to be windy, just put a little water in each cup and they should stay there at least long enough to have them be shot off. Was there anything else that we needed to say about that game? And it doesn't have to be solo cups. I mean, if you, you could buy rubber duckies in bulk on Amazon for fairly cheap. If you want to do the old school, like make it feel more like a range. I mean, if you wanted heavier items, tin cans, I mean, obviously the idea is there and you can take. And the whole point is, they're just shooting water at each other. Even though they're aiming at a target, they're, they're shooting each other. Which another part, if you kind of have to test out the guns to see how far away you can get. Because you don't want them just to be able to easily knock every single one off. So you can spread them out further. And another idea is if you have the leaders who are holding the 2 by 4 or however you're doing that. If you can have it a little higher, that way it's kind of arching so that that spray goes a little farther and hits you know the other team. So it's one of those you're going to have to kind of mess with and just 
test it out and see how it works. But And I'm a big fan of games that have thematic music with them. <laughs> so I was just picturing, like, I think it always adds a little hype and excitement. Like we have this pirate game we play and I always play like, yo ho yo ho <laughs> or like kung fu fighting when we play ninja stuff like that so if you could do like wah, 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 <laughs> woo, that was terrible that was the, the first part was okay i think but, you know what she's talking about <laughs> but just some kind of like fun like yeah. knights of cydonia by muse <laughs> or something i'm a big muse fan but that like has just like some kind of like get up and go like we'll just add some energy to it too. totally all right number eight the last one trivia crack Okay, so this one um, is one of our kids' favorite games. It's so easy, so cheap. You could play this at your next meeting, no problem. All you need is water balloons. If you don't have water balloons, use regular balloons and fill them with water and air. That's what I like to use actually better than water balloons for this game. So you have a few kids playing at a time. Sometimes we do like six, three girls, three boys, and we put them in chairs in a line. Obviously you'll have to socially distance them, but go boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, and have a leader standing behind them, holding a water balloon over their head with like a pin, a paperclip, something ready to pop it. Then you come up with a topic and the topics are endless. We do things like types of cereal, types of candy bars, rides at Disneyland, Disney movies, Disney princesses, stores, bands, brands, whatever you want to do. So say we're doing cereal brands, okay? And it's me and Jeff. Three, two, one. Lucky Charms. Frosted Flakes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Do you say Cheerios already? No, we just started, loser. So then... I would pop the balloon over Jeff's head. He'd get soaked. So you have to keep going rapid fire. If someone takes too long of a pause, has nothing to say, or says something already said, they get the balloon popped over their head. And sometimes we have a little fun with it. Like the leader will just be like, nope, you hesitated. And they'll be like, no, I you know, and they get so mad, but they love it. And then if you get the balloon popped over your head, you are eliminated. And then you can move the chairs a little bit closer and go down until you're down to two. And then obviously you have a winner. So have the balloons pre-filled, ready to go. And you'll need quite a few of them. One thing I like to do sometimes with this game, cause I mean, let's be honest, sometimes Finding good water balloons is really hard. Yeah. So if you get regular balloons, then you just put them over the faucet. You put a little bit of water in, however much you want, however evil you want to be to these kids getting soaked. And then you blow up the rest with air. And so now you have mostly air and then just some water sloshing around at the bottom. So it's really like taut. And so like when you pop it, it's just a big, a bigger explosion. And it's really fun. A lot better than just a water balloon would be. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, in the YouTube show notes, you can see we've listed Amazon's recommendations for some of the better water balloons and balloons in general and all the other equipment and materials you'll need for these games. So check them out. If you're listening on podcasts, they're also in the show notes and make sure you subscribe, like, and leave in the comment section on YouTube, any games that you find to be the best for water fun in the summer. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope that it provided a ton of insight for you to create health in yourself, your ministry, and your church. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Ministry Coach Podcast wherever you're watching or listening. And it would mean so much to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. 
And we'd also encourage you to share it with a friend so that it can go to help more people. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.